0: Hi, dancers, dance moms, and dads, and dance educators. Welcome to Be On Point. I'm your host, Melissa Kraushorn. My background in dance includes working with summer programs at Boston Ballet, Central Pennsylvania Youth Ballet, Miami City Ballet, San Francisco Ballet, the Joyce Theaters Dance Education Program, Freed of London, and Penn State Center for the Performing Arts. I'm passionate about providing young dancers and their parents with resources and tools to create the career they want and love in dance. You can learn more at my website, www.mcmovement.com, or connect via Instagram or Facebook. Please take a moment to give Beyond Point a like and a review and share with a friend. Enjoy. Dr. Yoav Kadar joins Beyond Point to share his perspective on finding your path in dance. He stresses the importance of valuing the fullness of a dance education. It offers way more than just technique class. His experience in dance began with folk dance, which defined his role in shaping community, whether as the current director of the West Virginia University Dance Program, founding its Summer Dance Academy, or as president of the West Virginia Dance Education Organization. He received his BFA in dance from the Juilliard School, his MFA in dance from the University of Washington, and his PhD from the State University of New York. He has been a member of modern dance companies such as the José Limón Dance Company, Paul Taylor Dance Company, Palabalos Dance Theater, Peter Pucci Plus Dancers, and Jacob's Pillow's Men Dancers. He danced with numerous independent choreographers and has choreographed for dance and theater. Dr. Kadar is the recipient of the Martha Hill Award for Outstanding Achievement and Leadership in Dance from the Juilliard School and is a Fulbright Scholar. He recently was awarded the West Virginia University Outstanding Faculty Staff Advisor Lifetime Achievement Award. He serves on the board of directors of NDEO and has previously served on the board of directors of ACDA. Here is his story about following your gut, honoring where your heart leads you, and being willing to do your part in the big picture of the dance world. As we dive in, where is your curiosity currently drawing you creatively?
1: So it is an exciting period because we have the opportunity to really explore new Methods of teaching, new methods of and modes of performances, things we usually don't have time for because we fall into our regular routine, and this is allowing us to to explore, and that's who we are, you know. If we get into the studio and then we uh, come up with new movement for a dance, uh, we hear new music. Uh, We think of new ways of disseminating our pedagogy. We learn from our students. It's all going to continue just in a different format. And so, you know, what's what's encouraging is that we're all in this together. It's not like this is happening just here and somewhere else they're going on, so-called in the normal way. But everyone's doing the same. And everyone, by that I mean everyone, is from you know, your local dance studio where little kids are dancing to professionals and companies. We're all doing the same thing.
0: What experiences or opportunities have shaped your practice and movement?
1: I I look back sometimes, you know, you take a pause and you you think, how did I get here? And when I look back, uh, there's so many things that have gotten me to where i am now to be director of a program a program that's really flourishing and, and growing i've just it's like water you just take the path that's i wouldn't say the easiest but that leads you to the next thing and so you know i started in israel as a folk dancer I never thought I'd be a director of a dance program, and then it, I came to this country and studied dance. And I thought, oh, I'll just stay here for four years, study dance at a college, and then go back home. But that never happened. I'm still here. <laughs> um, and then I performed here, and then I went to grad school and and you know taught and went got my Ph.D. and So things evolved, and uh, I'm lucky that it's been a wonderful path. I just followed my instincts and where dance took me. If it's sitting on a plane and thinking, wow, I'm flying to South America to teach somewhere, dance is doing that for me. And I got that from, from performance. I got that from just the love and passion to move. So... It's it's a lot of different things. I, I always tell our students, you know, it's who you are that will make you the unique person that you will be, kind of a bag of tools, like we always say, you know, from various teachers, from your parents, from your environment, from your friends. That's who you are. I think who I am now and what I'm doing now has, goes all the way back how I was raised, you know, with parents who – expose me to art and, and dance I, I never said oh i want to be a dancer when i grow up uh, but somewhere i'm sure things just sunk in and, and you know listening to different types of music being exposed to a diverse array of, of cultures it's who i am as a person how i i i grew up and, and what I've been through that I think got me here.
0: How would you describe the main components or essence of your teaching pedagogy?
1: It's creating a, a space where the student feels comfortable. Um, they feel free and relaxed so they can truly dig in and express who they are and, and explore who they are as individuals so i'm not there to dictate i'm not there to just disseminate information i'm there to share
0: mm-hmm.
1: i've been through a certain experience and i'm there to share that experience with the younger generation so they can feed off of that and create and build their own experience and move it on you know and i i'd like to create an environment where they feel free to explore Um, Maybe at first, yes, they imitate what I do, but they find their own voice in terms of their physicality. And hopefully later on, as they progress into a a person, especially when they come to higher education, they really develop and grow as an individual. So to make their own decisions, to trust themselves, to uh, have faith in themselves.
0: How do you understand what a dancer needs from you to create that um, safety and freedom?
1: You know, teaching is a two-way street, and, and it's sometimes hard for dancers, especially because we're used to an environment where we come into a space, into our studio, and we just follow directions. You know, if it's in the classroom or, or in the rehearsal, we just follow what we're, we're told to do. But I, I want dancers to be, in, in a way, self-sufficient and, and question things sometime and. and not argue, but, but really understand why they're doing what they're doing. So I try to explain why we're doing even a, a specific exercise. Why are we going to the floor now? Why, why are we staying at the bar, not at the center? Really understanding the, the breadth of, of, of dance education for what it is. Because it's not just the physical actions that we see on stage, but there's much, much more to it. For me, each student is different. And I don't, you know, there isn't a cookie cut sort of student. And I say, okay, everyone's the same. I can just give everyone the same thing. But I really try to understand each student for what they bring to the plate, what they bring into the dance studio on their first Mm -hmm. day of classes, and and where they want, where do they want to go, and what they want to be at the end of their. They're four years here. What do you want to do? And and I think the beauty also in our in our program, currently in this program, a BA program, is that there are uh, really a. Uh, multitude of directions that they can go in you don't only Mm -hmm. have to be a performer you don't Mm -hmm. have to you know you can go into education you can go into medicine you can go into business i mean there's so many aspects of of life that you can take dance with you and most of the time you know we we deal with students on a very different level than our, our colleagues around campus do because our students have been in this profession for 10, 14 years, most of the time. And you don't have an engineering student coming in as, a, as an incoming student who has that much experience when they come into college. Mm. So we're dealing with with students who have a lot more experience, some of it be- for better or for worse. And, and they cannot just say, okay, I'm done after 10, 14 years. And Uh, I'm going to start something else. We find a lot of students who who are, you know, at college and then come about after the first semester a year and say, I really miss dance. I I can't do without it. Because if you did it for 10, 14 years, you probably are passionate about it Mm -hmm. because it's hard work. Each one will have their own path. And and we have Mm -hmm. to respect that and, and make sure that we nurture them and we guide them the best we can.
0: What do you consider essential for healthy dialogue during the creation and collaboration process of making work?
1: I think it's that safe space. You create a safe space, a comfort level that with respect, mutual respect, that I'm still, especially if, if I'm working with students. I mean, if it's, you know, I'm working with colleagues, it's different. But but still, you want to create a, a safe environment, a safe place, a comfortable place where everyone can give you their most their best and that you feel comfortable to make mistakes that they feel comfortable to make mistakes because i would say you know the dance studio is is our lab that's where we experiment Mm -hmm. it's not our stage it's not the way we perform we don't have to be perfect that's always with dancers it's hard to explain because you want them to take the chance you want them to go beyond and push to explore. So we have to think of our, our, our dance studio as a lab experimental space. And so we want to create a space where, you know, like in a lab, you want to be safe, mm-hmm. you want to be comfortable, and have all the right tools and knowledge to make decisions that will push the envelope, create something new, uh, because the status quo is never enough for dancers, especially or for artists. Uh, we always want uh, to push and go somewhere new. That's the essence of how I work, at least. Even when I'm with students, you know, it's a little more relaxed. If it's a rehearsal, it's a little more relaxed. But still, you know, you get to a point in a creative process where okay, we need to push a little more here. And that helps when there is a trust, there is an openness. And so I'm willing to hear from the dancers because at the the end of the day, they'll be on stage, it won't be me. Mm -hmm. So they need to feel comfortable doing the work. So if something hurts or it's not comfortable or it just doesn't make sense, or this would be easier, I'm open to that. And it's fun because it's creative and you never know what would come out of it. Uh, it might be something you never thought about. Um, so you, you need to be flexible. And uh, I think that's uh, an important part of being creative. Open. You have to be open. And and always, I, I tell when I work with students who, who are learning how to choreograph, you always have to have that, that big question mark over your head. Is this the only way to do it? Is there another way of doing it? I'm not saying a better way or or... But a different way of doing it. And you can always go to your first option, what you, you know, you fall back on, your default, but always ask if that's really what you want to get out. Is that the end product or is there another way? And I I, I really believe that in the performing arts, the live arts, that's what's exciting. Because yeah. even performances that are choreographed and are ready to go on stage every night is slightly different. my audience, if i 'm a performer or my students, which I also think teaching and dance is like performing, mm-hmm. are live, and yeah. they 're different from the class I had last semester, and I have to get that feedback when you 're on stage you 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 get that 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 charge, that unseen energy between the house and the stage, between the audience and the performer. And it really can affect, you know, it can be a small audience, but very engaged audience. It can be a large audience and it feels like no one's out there. Same in the class, you know, I always tell my students, you have to, I want you to challenge me. And I'm not talking in the negative way. I want you to challenge me to be a better teacher and I'll challenge you back. So it's a back and forth, it's a dialogue, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So creating that safe space, that comfort zone, all helps to, to, to achieve that.
0: How do you mentor dancers through the paths of being a student, becoming an educator, a professional dancer, or a choreographer?
1: First of all, asking where they want to go. Where, where do you, what's your destination? And not, mm-hmm. and your destination doesn't have to be your final destination. Um, I've seen students saying, oh, I'm going to you know, go to grad school, and then suddenly they get a job dancing somewhere, and they are off dancing, and grad school is on hold. Or they come in, and we have some wonderful students who want to double major in one thing, and then they change, or they say, well, I'm going to be an engineer when I finish the four years here, and suddenly, like, hmm, I think I need to dance some more, and I'll put that on hold or vice versa and that's fine so it depends on their path and as i said earlier i will hopefully guide them and advise them accordingly we we do have a plan on paper for every semester uh-huh. in their career here at school but that's just a blueprint you know it's 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 we can deviate from that and i hope we do because you know th- that's the backbone but on top of that we can go a little to the right, a little to the left, you know, faster, slower, change a little here and there, um, and I think that's according, you know, it's just a natural, o- almost organic process because those students are changing all the time and they transform. So the we are part of that transformation process, and being a part of it is very uh, motivating. It's very mm-hmm. gratifying but it also you have to take a lot of responsibility because there's a young person making a big shift in their life here and transforming and finding out who they are and you're part of it right now. So it depends where they wanna go and that can change and I'm happy to change it with them. But as a, you know, so it, overall as, a, as an individual, I'd say, you know, first of all mo- move your gut what do you really want to do because uh, you know as their first year they come in yeah i want to major in um you know athletic training and dance and and that's what i want to do and i say well what do you want to do when you grow up Hmm. and suddenly they say dance it's like okay so why don't you focus on that right now Uh Um, because that's where your heart is because if your heart isn't in it with whatever path you take i don't believe you'll be happy you'll be miserable you won't get the most out of at least you know in our environment the four years of higher education you can go to the best program in the country but you aren't happy there that won't help you much you can go to a program no one's heard about and you just feel like it's a glove for you you know like you put something on and feel just right i tell parents you know you go to buy a house and you always go back to that same house because there's something about it that just feels right that's the kind of program you want Mm -hmm. and because when you find that you'll get the most out of your four years you'll get the most out of that program no matter if it's some program that we've heard of or if it's the biggest program in the country yeah You have to be comfortable and happy, so it goes back to you know having that comfort zone that that trust zone to really let go because you have to let go it's, it's you have to relax because when you tense up you you th- start to freeze and you don't move so it's like teaching dance technique it's like at least in modern you know relax and then we can start moving naturally don't yeah. force it regardless if so they want to you know, perform, choreograph, do something else with dance, uh, dance related, you know, be a physical therapist, occupational therapist, open your own studio. Yeah, I wanna open my own studio. Have you taught before? Have you worked with little kids? Um, No, not really. So, okay, so let's explore that and see if that's really where you want to be.
0: Who is a significant part of your dance education and performance experience? And what do you continually draw from those experiences now?
1: Well, I have to say that, you know, I'm, I'm here because of my, di- the director of my high school folk dance ensemble, mm-hmm. Adina Margalit, was an immigrant from the United States to Israel, and, and she our paths crossed because she arrived in the city where I was living at the time and the new high school with a, with a lot, with a wonderful principal who was all for the arts. And they started a a folk dance ensemble. I remember that specific day when they, you know, knocked on the doors of each class, looking for some boys to join the folk dance ensemble. And that got me hooked uh, because I loved, I loved, folk dance i was doing folk dance ever since i was in fourth grade Uh but um, with adina i started to perform and she came from you know the modern dance background of this country the u.s and she took folk dance and modern dance and put it together and, and i caught the bug of first of all performing i always enjoyed being on stage I thought I'd be an actor first, but I love the physicality of dance because I was also an athlete. So that combined two things I loved. So Adina was my first influence and she's the one who recommended that I come to the States to study dance. Um, if I wanted to go, you know, the academic route, because at that point in Israel, there was no academic program in Israel that included dance. And that's why I thought I'd come here and do four years of undergrad and, and then go back home. But and that oh. never happened. <laughs> and then I, I can, I can attribute it to every teacher along the way that I've had in my schooling here. If it's uh, officially, and you know, at Juilliard, at, at, even when I started, Sarah Lawrence at the American College, at the American Dance Festival, dancing as a uh, professional in New York City, taking classes with people. Like Madame Darvash and others at the Ailey. You know, I I went my first summer, I went to take jazz at Alvin Ailey Mm -hmm. and I had no clue. And I took a, it was a, what was it, eight o'clock at night class. And I think there were company members there. It was a fun class. And I loved moving. I loved the rhythm. I had a lot of fun. And everyone just, you know, encouraged me. And I had no idea then. So, you know, my bag of experiences and influences goes a long way back. But I, I have to say that everyone has contributed to who I am as a dancer and, and where I've gotten to. Yeah, being, I've been really lucky from that perspective.
0: What would you encourage young dancers and their parents to look for in dance training and teachers?
1: So it goes back to what you want, are looking for in a program. And there's so many programs out there And I even tell, you know, parents and prospective students who come to our, to look at our program that, you know, personally, I I won't take it personally if you don't come here, but you have to be happy with what we talked about earlier. So check, check it out in person. Make sure if you have an opportunity, take classes there or take classes with the teachers that teach there if it's in a summer intensive. See where the graduates and what they're doing if it's something you are interested and in, want to do do they have a grad program because then maybe you won't get as many opportunities to perform or create what's the ratio of men to women mm-hmm. in terms of things like partnering in terms of just even faculty Well, you think it's very important to have that variety mm-hmm. in, in your education this is the opportunity you have this is the beauty of a of higher education at at least at the undergraduate level don't be you know locked into something specific it's a time for you to explore by trying and giving yourself all these opportunities so take a chance see what it is and you never know where it's going to lead you to you have to remember it's not only about dance per se Mm -hmm. but about about the value of a dance education that's really important here
0: what have been or are milestones for you as you consider your journey as an artist an educator and a creator
1: i was just overwhelmed when i i I first got to this country and and saw modern dance i didn't really see modern dance before i was i went right to the american dance festival Mm. and saw all these companies there and and i was blown away i was like wow that's especially like for me paul taylor dance company i was like Okay, yeah. I think I know what I want to do when I grow up. But then, you know, as a, as a student, at, especially at Juilliard, there was some really amazing experience I was presented with. But just walking into the building, I remember it's like, Oh my goodness, all these practice rooms, all these people as crazy about what they do as I am about dance, which yeah. was like, okay, I think I'm in the right place. You know, performances, if it's performing uh, Afternoon of the Fawn and mm. the Juilliard stage with the and it was American premiere and, and the Juilliard orchestra is in the pit and people are clapping as the curtain goes up. I was like, yeah. oh my God, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> um, so, so that was an experience. An experience of my first performance Oh no! It was even a rehearsal with the Lamon Company. Uh, starting there is a time that's such a classic, and starts with in a circle.
0: Yeah.
1: Where you know, coming from a folk dance background, a circle is is about building community. It's about not not having a leader, but everyone is the same. Mm-hmm. And to enter your professional career that way, where you're holding hands and you're looking into people's eyes around the circle who are who you admired and have seen perform and you're there with them as an equal is an amazing experience and it's like okay i think i'm in the right place but this is what i should be doing going on you know different experiences performing you know around the world the different people working with different choreographers being fantastic and and now you know after 10 years of being here at the West Virginia University and, and seeing a program with over 50 uh, majors where I came in, we didn't have a major yet. And developing the only major for the state, I'm really proud of, of where it's gotten to, and I couldn't do it alone. It's never, you know, it takes a village, everything. Very gratifying and and. I always have to thank my colleagues, my friends, you know, administration and, and everyone. So you're part of a, a, a bigger picture, but you have to do your share uh, just and they'll do that there. So
0: when you reflect upon your contributions as a movement educator, what gives you joy and satisfaction when you think back to. Um, ways that you've been able to contribute as um, a dance educator a movement educator what kind Mm -hmm. of comes to mind Uh,
1: on a, a micro level I think seeing students just accomplish what they do you know even in class like oh my god they got it you know you work on a phrase and suddenly they get the quality they get the musicality it's very gratifying I think for any teacher once a student really gets gets what you're trying to communicate with them it's that's why we love teaching and seeing our students grow and develop from that point up then to see young choreographers that you teach some choreography class and they develop their craft and to see that is also very gratifying and then for larger picture it's it's helping the field you know if i'm know on a board of this organization or that and contributing my part my little part to that Mm -hmm. and to shape and 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 help new generation of dancers so there's you know continued life i love doing that too if to lead a program i I, it's very satisfying i you know sitting back and uh, doing concerts and it's like oh my god did i do this um is this my fault it's 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 a it's very gratifying and it's it's mm-hmm. it's comforting. Oh, so sure, there there are bumps along the way and yeah. there are disappointments to it. On all you know, roses. Um, there's some fights you have to fight and and standing up for yourself. It, it's all worth it when when you know eager students come in for the first day of the semester and they're waiting to dance and they're hungry to hear what you have to say even if sometimes they don't look like they are. <laughs> um, but that's just, you know, culture. It's, you have to remember that. So when you talk to them one-on-one, you understand that they're, they're all there. They're listening and they're really eager to hear what you say. And being in touch with our alum uh, over the years now, it's also so wonderful to keep in touch with them and to see what they're doing and reminisce and uh, they're people. And we always have to remember we're dealing with people here. It doesn't matter if they're 18, 17year-olds, or oh. you know they grow up, but it's wonderful i, I It's wonderful, but I also enjoy you know teaching you know teens that come through our summer program Mm -hmm. and seeing their hunger and passion for dance so and it keeps you young one of my colleagues said (laughs) and i I agree i always thought so you know teaching at a college always keeps you young it's like oh my goodness next year i'll be teaching kids my daughter's age (laughs) but you always feel young doesn't matter you know even though we are the ones who are staying in place they move on we feel like okay, time doesn't affect us because we always in college. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a fun place. Yeah,
0: yeah. As we've been speaking, has anything else come to mind that you'd like to share or add to our conversation?
1: We're finding ways to make it happen. We're finding ways to keep going because it's important. Because you know what, at the end of all this, people will want to go out. People will want to go to live shows. And mm-hmm. you can't say, oh, uh, just wait for another half year before we start the motors revving up again. We can't. And we also have, a, like I said, an opportunity to explore new modes of within the performing art. We cannot stop what we're doing. It's different, yes, mm-hmm. but it's still relevant, even more so. And it will just enrich us even more.
0: Thanks for listening to Yoav's story. You can learn more about West Virginia University's dance program from the show notes. Takeaways from Yoav. Teaching is a two-way street. There is a continual exchange of information. Dance majors come into their academic program with up to 15 years' experience in their field, which is much different than other incoming majors and why dance programs are structured so differently. You can be at the best program in the country, but if it isn't the right fit for you, you won't be happy and it won't help you. Focus on the right program for you, not the one with the biggest name brand. Let me know how you've responded to your experience via my website or social media. Be inspired, be brave, be on point.